Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hot Buddy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. And I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey. Here we go again. We are looking at the issue, which was the 10th of July, 1982. 39 years ago, Sam. Um, I'm looking at the front cover, but I'm not going to talk about what is on the front cover because it's a huge spoiler for what happens in the story, mm. which I think is weird. Um, but it's, a, it's it like it a landmark sort of showpiece front cover. It is. It's a major, major event. But I think this could have been the following week's cover. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But They got it, carried uh, away. It, very often with something like that, it's a sales thing. And you go, yeah. do you know what? We were down last week. Because you, you, when you're publishing a weekly, you like, have to respond fucking from one issue to the next very quickly. Respond, based respond, on, respond, respond, respond. Like the sales figures might come in on the Wednesday, but you've got to put the following issue to bed on the Thursday. You've got 24 hours to respond, right? Yeah. So you think, oh, fuck, the sales <clears throat> fucking crashed last week. I didn't see that coming. Quick, get the special cover we were saving and just slap it on now. <laughs> the sales crashed last week. Maybe it's because we've turned it into a fucking cricket story. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, Although I'm fucking yeah. loving the cricket storyline. someone, A couple of people tweeted saying, I think I'm preferring the cricket stuff to the football stuff. And there wow. is something funny about him. It's just about <clears throat> the arrogance and hubris of Roy kind of just <laughs> waltzing into the world of top flight cricket. The realm of cricket, And yeah, just like sort of like yeah. treating it exactly the same as he would football. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things on the front cover... Worth noting, um, it sells Solve the Fruit Gum Secret free Ooh. poster inside. Whoa. I don't know what that is. I think that's an ad tie-in. I would not solving the, the Fruit Gum Secret. The Mate, do you still get it? Fruit Gums? Because when I went to the cinema when I was a kid, I was remembering this yeah. because I went past the site of my childhood cinema, which was called Hammersmith OBC, ABC in... Right. King Street, Hammersmith, and it was yeah. where every film that you talk about when you're remembering seeing it when you were a kid, right? All of mm-hmm. them, fucking Empire Strikes Back, Back to the Future, all of those classic films. I saw them in this cinema. It's walking distance from my home, and it hasn't been there for a few years, but this building was there, but it had been turned to something else. But I went past yesterday, and the whole site has been demolished, and I felt a bit oh. sad. And yeah. so I started thinking about it, and when I went... I know you always think of things like 
popcorn, don't you? But when I went, I would I I would have those green boxes because they did the green tubes of round trees fruit pastels and round trees fruit yes. gums. But when yeah. you went to cinema, you'd get a box of them, small box, you not would. much bigger than a twenty cigarettes, similar yeah. sort of size and shape, twenty fags, and um, five times the price of a tube. Yeah, and, a and probably not in. that more and more gums. But here's the thing: the gums were shaped like the fruit they were supposed to taste of. And ah. as opposed to the small dimpled discs that came in yes. the tube. Yes. And they would stick to your teeth. You'd eat one, and half of it would go down into your guts, but the other half would remain mm. stuck to your teeth. And you'd be there yeah. in the darkness, reaching inside your mouth to pull bits of gum These, off of your teeth. It was a fucking... bonus teeth you'd been granted with, yeah. Complete yeah. palaver, basically. Yeah. But then I thought to myself... The fruit gum, are they even still going? Because to me, fruit gums and fruit pastels were two of the main fucking sweets. Was it the same for you? I mean, were they, these were two big... I, I never even dabbled in fruit gums. I was so enthralled to fruit pastels. Really? The, the, the fruit gums, you know, I wasn't interested. Weren't on my radar. Were you aware of I them? I love fruit pastels. I was aware of them, yeah, of course. But why would I bother? They weren't coated in sugar. Why would I want them? But Do, do you know what? You're actually right, because I was actually <laughs> thinking this. I was thinking, I'd always decide... My mum be, what, what do you want? Do you want pastels or gums? What, what do you want, little Samuel? I want both this week. Okay, then. <laughs> and I'll alternate. Pastel, gum, pastel, gum, pastel, gum. Uh, no, but what I thought to myself, why the fuck did I ever have the fucking pastels? Because the flavours were the same, but one was soft, easy to consume, and covered in a bonus layer of sugar. The yeah. other was like fucking torture to consume and took forever to eat just one. Yeah, exactly. So fuck yeah. knows why it I was, was mucking around with fucking... And I'd, I'd put the fruit pastel in and I'd just slowly suck the sugar oh, off. Oh, that was and then the then game, wasn't it? after that, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of their ad campaigns was based on the whole idea of can how long can you suck before you chew it? Yeah, it rings a bell, actually. Yeah, and they do, like, was. a contest to see if you could suck a whole one. Yeah. They'd claim it was impossible, because in the end, you'd just be like, ah, choo-choo-choo. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's on the front cover. Solve the fruit gum secret. Free poster inside. I haven't got the poster in this. It must have been, um, an, like, an ad tie-in. Yeah. It was separate. And then at the bottom, it's a big thing. 500 top Trumps games to be given away. 500! Fucking hell. Fucking hell. You've got a good chance of writing in and winning yeah. that. Yeah, I reckon so. And what it is, I can't find the page inside, it's a questionnaire about the comic. And you've got to fill in the questionnaire and then you go into the hat um, and you could possibly win the top trumps. I'm going to see if I can find it and see what some of the questions are. There it is. Top 20 questionnaire. Uh, we might not actually get into the story itself this week. Um uh, Waddington's playing cards have given us 500 packs of Soccer Stars 82 cards oh, featuring the top think, footballers in the this. country. Oh, I mean, when you I should have sent you the photograph of this. When you see the card design, it's an absolutely classic card design. Look at that. Yeah, brilliant. Isn't it? Yeah. That's timeless, that. Classic. Um, um, so you've got top, Paul Mariner. I mean, top trumps at this era. Top trumps, of course, are still going. But I think they're kind of like an irony purchase for people our age these days. I mean, Len, Len's got some. And actually, for my birthday last year, he did actually get me Soccer Stars Top Trumps. He bought it right. for me, which yeah. is nice. Actually, sorry, just a brief tangent, just real quick. 
of all the oh, things that you've ever bought, like for ostensibly for your kids, but really they're a nostalgia purchase for yourself. Mm. Which one has worked? Which one has been the most successful in terms of like you and the kids liking it? So I'll give an example would be, oh, mm. I bought a Kaplunk, but the kids yeah. didn't like it because they thought it was shit. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but what, mm. I, did, what I did just think of there is that I bought the 1978 World Cup Top Trumps oh, yeah. off of eBay yeah. a couple of years ago and I paid about 10 quid, I think, for them. <laughs> but, oh, they're fucking lovely. Yeah, I Obviously, the, the kids aren't going to go near them. As well. Oh, yeah, the kids aren't going anywhere near them. Mm. They're just mine. They're what just you, daddy's toys. What would you think of buying a Scale Electrics? Nah. It's like when I bought that Sabutio. I bought a Sabutio a while ago and it yeah. was the old cloth pitch. Yeah. Uh, and it's a 1970s edition, and it's got the teams in it and everything. And we played it once. Yeah. That's probably the closest one I can think of. And we played it once, and it's just shit. It just seems a bit slow. When you've got you've, FIFA... You've got like, FIFA, what, what exactly. Like yeah. yeah. We had to iron the pitch first, yeah, and then nightmare. put it on the table. Yeah. It's slipping around on the table surface. It, the ball kept fucking going With off the, the table. With the cloth pitch, um, the only way you can uh, really make it worth is, is to get a, a, a huge piece of chipboard. Yeah. And then pin it at the corners real tight. Yeah. And then you need to... Where are you going to store that? Exactly. You can't roll the cunt out. So that's the You could the do that in the 80s because you had space to do stuff like that because it was important. But now, nah, fuck Nah, up. now you, your rig's taken up so, with all sorts of other stuff. So, yeah, down with Sibutio, up with FIFA. So you can win 500 free packs. To qualify, you've got to fill in the top 20 questionnaire and cut along the dotted line, send off to IPC magazines. First 500 readers pulled out of the post bag will get the Soccer Stars 82 top trumps. Um, questions are indicate your favourite Roy the Rover stories by putting one against your favourite story two against your second favourite and so on Um, if we were to feature a new story what would you like it to be about would you prefer the stories told in photographs or drawings as they are now they're considering photo stories like in Jackie magazine well that would have been why because this would have been the era in which Jackie would have been fucking Mm. massive and I don't know whether that was also published by IPC but maybe they're thinking, maybe we should introduce this photo story idea to some of the nation's boys. That wouldn't work at all. You couldn't. You can do anything with a drawing. You can't do everything with a photograph. That's shite. Mm. Um, is there anything you don't like in Roy of the Rovers? Yeah, that fucking question about the photographs. Is your copy of the Roy of the Rovers delivered to your home or do you collect it from the newsagent? Who buys it? Would you prefer to see less feature pages and more stories? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, do you do enjoy you films it? about gladiators? Is that one of the questions? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen two grown men naked? <laughs> do you ever enter our competitions? Does Roy the Rovers publish enough competitions? Do you keep the My Team's League performance chart given away every August up to date? What about the My Team's performance page in the weekly? Would you be happy if Sign Please, which of course is the autograph poster page, also featured third and fourth division players? <laughs> no. Yeah, fuck, um, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what type of free gift do you prefer? Posters, sweets, badges, charts, soccer albums and cards. Uh, in our card collecting schemes, we give you the first two weeks cards free. Do you buy the rest of the collection from the newsagent? Supposing Roy the Rovers went up to 20 pence next year, would you still buy it? That feels like one of our questions, that doesn't it? An IFS question. <laughs> do you like seeing cricket featured in Roy the Rovers? What do you spend your pocket money on? Tick appropriate boxes. Sweets, crisps, cinema, clubs, societies. 
Yes, mm. I spend most of my kids' money on societies. I spend most of my money on societies, all of which I've started myself. <laughs> the Samuel Delaney Society. <laughs> I have a clubhouse in the garden in the shed. The Digging Society. The- Membership list, me, Darren for me, brackets, president. Darren from next door, brackets, undersecretary. Yeah. No further members. <laughs> Not because we can't attract them, it's because we don't want them. (laughs) Do you regularly read any other comics? And if so, what are they? Please give us a list of our competitors. So that's that. Would you like a page three feature (laughs) where we have a a gorgeous lass with her knockers out? (laughs) Did you like that cartoon the other week of the blast with the big knockers standing behind the goal? Did your dad... Would you like to see more knockers generally or just in certain areas of the magazine? First thing I did was go to the famous Football Funnies page and see if there were any knockers this week, but there's not. Well, this is the same publisher who just about 10 years later started to develop Loaded magazine. So maybe what we're seeing here are the very earliest seeds of that revolution in magazine publishing. Lads, we've been looking at it. Sales of Royal the Rovers are really starting to level off and have been for a couple of years. However, we have noticed one of the most popular parts of the magazine <laughs> is when we have drawings of birds with big tits. <laughs> I give you pull cloth off of a whiteboard. Loaded magazine. Now, in 13 years or so from now, these eight-year-old Roy the Rovers readers are going to be 21 and they're going to want to look at knockers. So we need to start planning Our for the future. are going to go fucking haywire, but they're still going to like the football. <laughs> when does that happen? About 21? Yeah, right. <laughs> so there we are. Do you know what? That's uh, true, that's though, the- you know. like You know people say oh, your, your hormones go haywire and you become, like, obsessed with shagging and birds yeah. and all that when you're 20, when you're an adolescent, right? Yeah. And teenager. Uh, mm. People say that. And, yeah, I started to be more into girls, I suppose, when I turned about 13, right? Mm. But I reckon it was sort of in your 20s you go even more mad about that sort of stuff. I suppose it's horses for courses. Well, I think in your twenties you've kind of got actual access to it. Which yeah, you don't that's true. Have so that's much true. when you're like fourteen. But, suddenly um, there, there's a there, <clears throat> there, suddenly there's a, an actual realistic possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Sometimes, mm. although sometimes not. Um, <laughs> right. So that's the front cover, apart from the big story, which we'll um, we'll come back to because it comes at the end of this uh, issue. So into the Roy the Rover story, and at the top it says there was a change of bowling and two more quick wickets. If that's not going to get you reading, I don't know what is. <laughs> it says uh, two more quick wickets. Oh, I can't wait to get them. I'm, 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 skip the past of it. I'm going to settle down. This is going to be a long read. <laughs> it says at the top left, catch up on what's been happening. Uh, the Rovers were playing a series of one-day cricket matches against powerful Carmody's Cavaliers to raise money for struggling Stanthorpe United, who were managed by former Melchester star Lofty Peak, who, as we've noticed, isn't in attendance. Um, in the first match, Mervyn Mer- Wallace was injured by a vicious ball from Aussie fast bowler Ralph Meeker. And now Roy and Nat Gosden were battling to stay in the game. Now, uh, Nat Gosden's a bit tasty uh, at the wicket. We established that last time. Roy obviously believes he could represent England uh, if he had to. 
just chooses not to. So at the top we've got a lovely full width um, illustration of Roy uh, knocking the delivery away with his bat uh, for a single. He's got a great big fucking grin on his face. Have that, you cunts. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. Knock that up. Put that on your fucking big scoreboard over there. <laughs> Get some cunt up on the ladder to flip the fucking yeah. numbers over. <laughs> like they um, do. I've seen them. <laughs> they climb up, don't they? They've got a little fucking deck where they sit on. I'll tell you what, I, I want to fucking go at that before I go as well. Looks fucking good, that. <laughs> I'm going to put up race. I'm going to put up 407. I, I spoke to Lofty about that, right? I said it was part of the deal that I got to have a go on the scoreboard at some point. <laughs> I got to fuck about with it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, there he is, and the Lampard's in the crowd. One says, oh, nice one, Roy. He's dabbed it through the slips. <laughs> oh, through the sli- he knows his stuff, that fella, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't he? he? And then, uh, for another single... This is building up into a useful stand. Whoa, already trying to show off. <laughs> all the jargon, all the jargon. Can I just say, we did mention cricket uh, as being part of the Just Rest lifestyle. Mm. After we recorded this one, last, the last one last week, the mm. second test was on Channel 4. Yeah. Uh, and it started about four o'clock in the morning, but I was getting out of bed at like half seven. Yeah. And just sitting down at half seven in the morning watching the, the test match. With a nice cup of tea. Lovely oh, cup that's tea. living all right. It really is, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched any of this yet. So we've had two, right? It's one all. When's the third two start? so far, yeah. That I don't know, but there's, there's, there's going to be a day-night one as well, I think. So that'll be later on in the day. <clears throat> so you'll be able to watch that kind of throughout the day. Yeah. And um, the thing is, what time. I like about the idea of it as well, is it goes really well with a pot of tea. And also, yes. I think... Just as some sports um, and some sort of uh, spectator sports encourage legitimised all-day drinking. I feel yeah. that watching cricket at home for long periods it is legitimate cake-eating time. Definitely. I was just going to say tea. I thought you were going to say tea and I was going to say and cake as well. Well, obviously tea, but cake, yeah. You think, well, I'm watching the cricket. Let's get a fucking cake baked. The, the Sainsbury's Taste the Difference Victoria Sponge, I find, is excellent. Is it? I might yeah. give that a go. Um, so, uh, also as well, if you can't be bothered to sit through the whole thing, they show the highlights on More 4 at about one in the afternoon. Mm. So you can just take an hour out of your day and just watch the highlights. It's all good. Lovely stuff. Anyway, so yeah, uh, this is building up into a useful stand. And uh, what's he called? Ralph Meeker has bowled that one and he goes, Gaia! <laughs> racy. racy. That's an Australian term. I think it is, yeah. And he says, come on, Cavaliers, sort it out. You're feeling like a bunch of grannies. Look at Roy's face there. Look at Roy's face there. It's really there. smug. Yeah. And he's, he's thinking to himself, sounds like Mr. Meeker is losing his temper, which is good news for the Rovers. <laughs> I've got him. Take, I'm I'll, red free inside his head. I've just assembled my fucking deck chair in that cunt's not. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and have a fucking sip of tea from my flask. Ironically, I'm sitting down and watching the cricket for the day when I'm in there. <laughs> watching myself score runs all day from inside his fucking brain. Yeah, that's fucking meta, isn't it? 
<laughs> and then it says, uh, but at the end of the over, after Nat Gosden had snatched another single, um, it's Ron Carmody, who's the, the chief of the Carmody Cavaliers, and he comes over and he says, uh, okay, Ralph, well bowled, take a rest. Um, and the Lampard says, Ron Carmody is taking Mika off. That could be a wise move. And it says it was. New Zealand spinner Mori Wash... What the fuck? Mori Washak came on in place of Ralph Meeker. And with his first ball, pretty much, Nat Gosden hits it and it's caught straight away. Nat's out! Oh, Washak fucking tra- hell, Nat, you prick. Washak you trapped sh- him with an off-break. Oh, an off-break. Fucking oh, off-break. Fucking Should have seen that Fell coming. That. Nat, you fucking knobhead. I'm going to check so- him with an off-break. Sorry, that's South African. <laughs> yeah, well, New Zealand, who knows? Mm. Who really knows how New Zealanders speak? I'm not sure. New Zealand uh, is the place where every... This is true, right? All the fucking billionaires, right? Mm. Your what's-his-name, Tesla fella, right? Musk. Yeah. Your Musk, your Bezos, all these cunts. You know they've all bought compounds in New Zealand with landing think- strips. Yeah, they've been doing it for years. Because, oh, they have done that. Yeah, right. they've done it. They've, they're all ready. They've readied themselves Why? because they all think there's a chance that everything will go fucking mental, right? Because yeah. of cap- the capitalist sort of insanity that they're overseeing, right? Yeah. And uh, in the end, it'll just be fucking bedlam and anarchy, yeah? And they're mm. ready. And plus, they think there'll be more viruses and stuff. And this was mm-hmm. before COVID. They'd already got their fucking... And they've all got landing strips so they can privately... La- they can just fuck off on a plane to New Zealand and land privately there, right, by their compound. Do you think they secretly funded the New Zealand COVID recovery, which, let's face it, was the best one on the planet? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like chicken and egg because on the one hand, they the reason they were buying it was because they thought, because of its the you know remote location... And various yeah. other things, they thought it's the safest bet of any country in the world to be safe if the rest of the world goes into meltdown, right? And because mm. it's an island, it will be a smallish island. It will be better able to protect its own borders and stop the madness of the rest of the world yeah. getting in, right? And yeah. so then when COVID happened, was it a case of, well, they were that was borne out to be true because look how well New Zealand dealt with it? Or was it, in fact, that by that stage, the billionaires had already committed? And so they were like, we're going to bung some extra dough. What's the name's way? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. And they'll have private armies as well, arming the borders of New Zealand. i tell you who's who's living there as well. Noel Edmonds, mate. Well, he's not daft, is he? He knows which way the wind's blowing. Exactly. He went about two years ago. He was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to New Zealand. Activate the New Zealand operation. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Blobby didn't want to come, but that's Blobby. He'll go his own way. He'll be there eventually. I know I know what Blobby's like. He's trying to prove a point that he doesn't need me. But sure as eggs is eggs, that cunt will be fucking turning up at my compound will, at some point. He will fucking gravitate towards me in the end, as he always does. <laughs> and I'm ready for him. I'll, I'll, I'll welcome him with open arms. He wants to go and play his little games, pretend he's a grown-up, right? Have a bit of independence. Fine, let him, because I fucking know how it'll end. 
<laughs> He'll come crawling along on his fucking rubberized knees. Luckily for him, um, he actually he found out he's got a he's got a different g- genetic makeup to humans, and um, he it made him it rendered him completely immune to COVID, which is why he's been able to go out and about just being blobbying it up throughout the old lockdown period, which you know is nice for him. <laughs> I envy him. Jalapeño. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. So, uh, Ralph Washak has uh, trapped... Um, what's his fucking name? Nat Gosden. Uh, Vernon Elliott came in with Rovers' score standing at 111 for seven. That's not good, is it? Um, and Mika is standing right next to the wicket. And Roy gives us the, the terminology here. He, he thinks, Mika is crowding the bat. Let's hope Vernon doesn't try to shift him by hitting out. Oh, fucking hell. So much terminology. But, and he gets bowled straight away, straight down the middle. Vernon takes a swipe and misses it. Oof! Says Vernon. Old Vernon should have got a sight of the ball before trying a shot like that. Bowled him! Shouts Mika. Roars Mika. Um, Running out of partners, Roy is having a go at everything. And he is. He's just swiping away. Uh, Oh! Says a Lampard as Roy hits a four. He took a chance then, but it's another four to Racy. (laughs) Yeah. But it couldn't last. And in the next frame, top of the second page, um, he gets stumped, skittled. I think they said, did they say that? Yeah. Sometimes, I think so. Yeah, and it's straight past him into the off stump. Ah, he's gone. But Racy can be proud of himself. His 47 runs could be very valuable. I'll say so, 111 for seven. Um, Yeah. Rovers. Rovers' last two batsmen, Duncan Mackay and Jimmy Slade, entertained the crowd with some cheerful slogging. So uh, there's Mackay hitting a six. It's a six! Um, it's not often you see a Scotsman playing cricket, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, not at all. No, they have a, they, the Scotland do have a cricket team. Mm. I've seen them played in the early stages of the World Cup before. I went up to Edinburgh club. once with this, um, uh, this posh cunt. And let me be clear, I'm not saying... He was a cunt because he was posh. I'm not being classist, but what he I'm was saying was he was both posh and a cunt, right? Yeah. It's yeah. quicker to just say posh cunt. 
And we went up there because I was doing... I used to do a video game show called Gamer TV, yeah? And there right. was a gaming convention in Edinburgh and they wanted me to host a live event there. So I'd go right. up and I had to go with him because he was like the boss of the company uh, who made yeah. the TV show. And he uh, he was such a prick. He literally looked, productions. looked dressed and behaved like fucking mm. Tim Nice but Dim, that Harry Enfield character. Right. He literally wore a blazer, unironically, to work and shit, right? <laughs> One of those, bla- you know, like a sailor's blazer. Yeah. And I was just sort of thinking, well, he's paying the fucking bill, so I better just not keep calling him a cunt, right? I'll just mm. try and keep my mouth shut and let him just be a cunt. And we're, we're in a cab uh, uh, that picks us up from Edinburgh Airport and it takes us up into, like, the, the city and the cabbie's gone... The fucking the posh cunt's gone. Um, can you uh, turn the radio up? I just want to hear the cricket scores. Right, it was a <laughs> test match on or something, and the truck captain's gone. What? And he's going. Can you turn the radio up? And he's turned it up, and it's like some other news goes. Oh, must have missed the sports. Do you know what the what the score is in the cricket? <laughs> and the cabbie's gone. The what? <laughs> and he's gone. The cricket. <laughs> and I'm like straight away thinking, mate. Can you not see how this is just a cunty thing anyway, right? <laughs> and he's gone, no. Yeah, I'm not, we don't really get much coverage of that up here. It's not really a, <laughs> not really a thing. And he went, oh, really, why not? And he, he just, the cabbie just went to him. He looked at him and he really went, put it this way, there's not many lads going around called Ashley up here. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was, what's his name? Ashley Giles, was it? Yeah. Who was playing yeah. for England at the time. <laughs> I thought it was such a funny thing to say, so I'm like pissing myself laughing. And the posh cop was really fucked off. When we got out, he just went, oh, I'll be a five. So he gives him a five without any tip. He got out, he went, oh, what's a rude man? I don't see why he had to make that comment about Ashley. <laughs> 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 I have got three Ashleys in my immediate friendship group. Exactly. It was really like that. <laughs> I don't see what's so wrong with the name Ashley. <laughs> yeah, he's done him. Uh, so there we are. And the innings closes. Uh, 154 all out of 42 overs. That's not a bad score against the team of the Cavaliers class. And there's a little pitching version as well. Fucking hell. <clears throat> Autograph books. Ahoy. Um, later as the players went into tea Blackie says uh, where's Roy because obviously that's his first fucking question at any given <laughs> moment I've saved him a scum <laughs> where's Roy gone I can't see Roy where is I he I've put the biggest scum the biggest fruitiest scum aside for him he needs his energy after that innings <laughs> has he gone to the toilet did anybody see him go to the toilet has he gone for a wee or a poo does anybody Could know someone go in and just ask make sure he's all right <laughs> he doesn't want me to do it. He gets cross when I do it. And then uh, fucking Jimmy Slade says, yeah, search me. I thought someone said there was a telephone call for him. And then um, Paco Diaz says, uh, and then he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like demon. Puff. <laughs> uh, I've told you before, Paco, he's not a demon. We don't have demons here in this country. You don't have to keep worrying. <laughs> it's not like in Spain. Everyone gets searched for demons when they come into the country. They stop them at the border. 
But then, at that moment, we see Roy racing off in his car. His bright red car. Um, and it says, at that... Pretty much needs to say that because there's loads of smoke coming out the back. Yeah. Um, and he's thinking, good thing I left the telephone number of the cricket ground with Penny. Lucky for uh, me, I've got special dispensation from the Melchester old bill to drive down <laughs> bus lanes at 100 mile per hour. <laughs> It's something I sorted out with Chief of Police in return for matchday hospitality four times a season. And he says that it's all happened a little quicker than we expected as we see him racing in to Melchester General Hospital. Sure enough, he says, and... And then Roy rushes into... And it's it's the maternity ward, isn't it, Sam? Because, of course... Penny announced her pregnancy when Roy, as soon as Roy came out of his coma. He's Guess like, what? I'm pregnant. Uh, uh, how long have I been out for? Oh, just a few months. So how the fuck are you pregnant? I'd like to know. Oh, there's, there are ways and means. Doctor, uh, I've got to need a pen extra- and a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm extracting sperm from a coma patient. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be putting my coma sperm up your funny. It's probably not right. You're not fresh. We've already got well, one daft lad. We don't want another fucking basket case, do we? You want to wait for me to get back to (laughs) fucking full fitness? Full full strength spug. (laughs) I don't even get it up your funny, I'd like to know. Well, Roy, really, some things a lady lady can keep to herself. Not when it's me who's paying the fucking bills, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, doctor, uh, he, doctor, nurses, sorry, can you give us a bit of privacy here? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have to wear this. So he dashes I'll in. tell you what, they're b- <laughs> fucking, they're better, Packle's not been fucking sniffing around again, has he? Well, I've been under the cosh. Because <laughs> you know what? I have got a very distinctive look. And also, Packle has got a very distinctive look, and it won't be hard to work out who's been involved. <laughs> If this baby comes out with a fucking moustache, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> if it comes out looking like a demon. If he comes out with a moustache playing a pair of fucking maracas, then I tell you what, missus, you're in for the eye jump. <laughs> Pack your fucking bags. <laughs> Pack old fucking bags. Good one, that. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm only joking. So, I know you wouldn't have it off with Paco. Disgusting. I know you. I, I, I perfectly understand that you extracted me sperm while I was in a coma. And you wanted to get it while I was living. You don't want a dead man's sperm. <laughs> that, that's when you really do conjure demons, according to what Paco's <laughs> told me. Anyway, he knows all about it. It's actually fascinating. Demon <laughs> law. They have it in Spain. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us an old 60 minute presentation the other week instead of us doing a tactics talk we're good let's change it was character building for the lads the Team lads I, I fucking loved it some of the lads were a bit bored Blackie fucking cried of course which was no ideal Baxter was terrified he jumped out of a window <laughs> and we haven't seen him in training for the last week <laughs> <laughs> fucking good uh. stuff though well, now Charlie Carter, he wants to do one about fucking Native American spirits. So, I'm fucking spirit, starting something I can't spirit stop. Spirit guidance. He, he's, he, he's called it Spirit Guidance, a beginner's course. I don't know. 
I've, I suppose I can't say no now. I've let Paco do his demons bit. <laughs> hey, it's all good for multiculturalism, though, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, let's see this fucking baby. <laughs> I've wasted enough time talking about that. So he walks in, he says, Penny, are you all right, is it? And she says, relax, Roy. I can only manage one this time. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. Yeah. Last time um, I were in here... I'd just been shot in the fucking hair, and now this. <laughs> she says, we've got another baby girl. And he says, hey, she's beautiful. And we already know what we're going to call her, don't we? And Penny, <laughs> Penny's there. She says, of course, not forgetting another happy event which took place recently. There's only one name we can call her. I immediately thought it would be Jay or Cheryl from um, Books Fizz, winning the Eurovision. <laughs> You think so, yeah. fancied the most, but no. And Roy shows her off to the camera, if you like. Shows her off to the readers. Look, everyone, everyone look in this direction. Don't ask why. Just look up (laughs) in this direction, everyone. Imagine there's a camera there. Uh, And he says, right. Hi, Diana. (laughs) 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 So they fucking named her Diana. And this is July 82. This is a year after the royal wedding. Is it? So, yeah. Oh, the Royal Wedding was 81, was it? Oh, yeah. July, July 81. Hell. I so mean, waited a year. how pathetic um, is that? What's going through their fucking minds? Ridiculous, isn't it? This is, this is she's just, the, I mean, then, no, no disrespect to Penny. She's gorgeous, but she is a bit fucking... She's just the sort. She's sat home reading the fucking Daily Express every day, pouring yeah. over pictures of Diana... A fucking yeah. bulimic basket case in an unhappy locked in a fucking in a in a marriage in which she's uh, being gaslit by her own husband. And she, oh, can I just the dream uh, life? Can I just add? I've just done a quick search. Prince William was actually born uh, a couple of weeks before this, mm. so Diana was in the news as you know giving birth. That was quite quick then. So Charles had got her knocked up within three months of. Getting her married. It's fucking madness in that family, though, man. Like, <laughs> he's he's forced this fucking child, which is what Diana was, into marrying yeah, him. a 19-year-old right? nanny, wasn't she? Yeah. Admitted that he didn't really want to. Like, he's openly having it off with another geezer's wife. Yeah? Yeah. And... But I think we better get he better get together with her because she's some sort of distant cousin and we only marry each other's fucking cousins. Yeah. And then yeah. he's immediately inseminated her, fuck knows how, because I very much doubt he was slinging one up her, right? Well, it might have been coma spunk, I don't know. Yeah, or exactly. A royal equivalent. The royal coat. Some, some fucking butler comes along and wanks him off with a white glove on into a yeah. silver pot that belonged to his great-great-grandfather. And then they come <laughs> and use a tiny silver spoon and one of the nursemaids spoons it into Diana's <laughs> vaginal passage. <laughs> and hence a new we royal can, uh, king shall be born nine months hence. <laughs> we can we can only speculate, but yeah, that's what had happened. So that's why they call her Diana. Um, Hi, Diana, says Roy. Right, um, that's that. I've got to get back to the cricket. <laughs> well, it is that because it says in next week's issue, Rovers look like getting thrashed. So he does go back to the cricket. Um, and the, the cover story, of course... Not being rude, mate, but the baby's a bit peculiar looking, isn't it? Yeah, well, maybe David Skew's not good at doing babies. 
Babies are because hard to... He, he, he draws nudes, doesn't he? doesn't mention babies on his list I'm of things be, that he can draw. I'm best at nudes. nudes I'm best at nudes, list. footballers. Babies, no, not so much. No babies. I mean, this one's wrapped in swaddling clothes. He's like, I can only do the head of a baby. I can't do any other bits. It's a mystery. That's the trick. Always draw him in a blanket. It's quicker. But so, yeah, to be fair yeah. to Diana Race, a lot of not all babies, especially on the the moment they're born, warning to any encounters mm. out there who are about to have kids. There are a few because they sometimes inexplicably write to us to tell oh, us. They, yeah. They do um, like demons when they're born, don't they? Yeah, you should, you should know that although you see pictures of babies and they look beautiful, that'll happen a few days afterwards. When they're first born, they're all sort of screwed up. Yeah. So they... And they can even be a strange colour too. Bright red, yeah. The, yeah, the, or some sometimes skin like sort of bluey brown, something like that. Some of the skin might be dry on them. Uh, Sorry, that sounded racist, come, what I just said, bluey off. brown. I don't mean that's a funny colour. What I mean is they look kind of... They can come out looking unwell, like a bruised complexion. Yeah. Yeah, we probably shouldn't go any further with this uh, direction of of conversation. Yeah. But this explains what the the front cover story was, and it's Penny in the hospital bed, uh, Roy holding her hand, and he's also got one hand on young Diana, who's in the little cot next to the bed, and it just says, It's a girl! And um, there's, like, little leaves flower leaves in the writing where it says it's a girl because that's kind of that signifies a girl doesn't it flowers and leaves yeah. um it says we know what to call her diana so they've just given away the fucking ending of the story on the front cover which i find yeah. inexplicable bizarre but like but, i say it must have been some sort of sales reason yeah so there we go um there's some fantastic lampard oh do you want to give that marks out of 10 because we always do that don't we Ten. I'm gonna give it a, a ten. I'll give it a yeah. nine. Um, I'll give it a nine because they ruined it on the front cover. Um, the Roy race talking is, of course, where lots of the action happens. Where the call of the week sometimes comes in, and you get letters and correspondence from the readers. Um, and there's a, a massive Lamparding activity here this week from Hull, Northumberture. Philip here has written in. Mm. And the little section is called Decline and Improvement. Oh, straight away, that's so a Lampard some... alert, isn't it? And Philip here says, I have completed a mark system for the improvement and decline of the stories in your comic oh, each week. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, have you, mate? All right, then. <laughs> I'll, I'll just fucking have a cup of tea while we do this. Um, and he says, it's as follows. Minus one. A slow decline. Minus two, rapidly going downhill. Minus three, terrible and must be replaced. Even no worse, no better. One, plus one, a slow improvement. Plus two, a vast improvement. Plus three, brilliant and improving every week. Here we go. Roy of the Rovers. Roy of the Rovers, minus one. And then he says, since you were shot, I have lost interest. (laughs) Thanks a fucking lot. Thanks for your Roy's, support, cunt. And Roy's printed this. The Marx Brothers, plus one. Very poor at first, but it's picking up. Fucking hell. <laughs> the safest hands The safest hands in soccer, minus two. Lawrence Conway is unrealistic. <laughs> the hard man, plus two. An excellent story and a lot better than it used to be. The footballer who wouldn't stay dead, plus three. Andy Steele gives good hints, and this story has improved greatly. What, it gives good hints about not being dead. Or about, but yeah. 
Yeah. Mighty Mouse, minus three, not worth a place. It's terrible. <laughs> Durrell's Palace, plus three, brilliant. After a slow start, he's got nothing good to say about anything. What's Even an the ones that he's camp. praising. Yeah, because like, praise like that's annoying, isn't it? Like, you know when you yeah. do something and people praise you a bit for the first one and it would be like if you started yeah. this podcast and people go oh I listened to your podcast it's really good I really liked it and then after the second or third one they go mate the podcast is great I mean it's really improved after that first one obviously that was a bit dodgy <laughs> and you're like you can <laughs> what's your podcast called then come on let's have a listen to it yeah Cunt. Uh, finally Tommy's Troubles plus one it went through a bad patch but it's on the way up again mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right Roy replies at the end. He says, They're interesting uh, opinions, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all they are, opinions. Roy's ultimately, his fucking baseball bat. <laughs> ultimately, I'll wipe my arse on them and they'll be forgotten about because you're a fucking nobody. Whereas I am a top-class footballer and publishing impresario. <laughs> uh, I did note that when you wrote your letter, I'd already recovered from the shooting incident. Uh, I don't know what that is. Is that a threat? Uh, I'm still the same old me, you know. Still, everyone is entitled to his stroke, her own views. <laughs> Obviously, mainly his though. Let's not get too carried away. I don't want I don't want girls starting to write in this stuff. That really will be crossing the line. Um, Unbelievable. The thing- I mean, fair play to Roy that he actually printed it, but that in itself is a counter power play, isn't it? Yeah. And there's a little advertisement as well for Brian Leisure and Sports Limited in Beckenham, Ooh, Kent. That sounds for good. For the Melchester Rovers strip with the Gola sponsorship thing oh. on. Um, now, you still buy those now quite readily, but back then that was get, quite no, a they're hard not the original. Find, I bet. They're not, you can't get the original. Someone brought them out as a, like a replica version, but it's not the same one. Right. It's a snide version. So let's say maybe we'd be 34 to 36 inch chest because that's the highest they go to. Yeah. For the shirt, nine ninety nine, Sam. Fuck here now. They must the, the originals must be on eBay, mate. I think I've seen one or two in the past, but they go for a very pretty penny. Really? Um bit like, it's a bit like penny race herself. I have got um a Roy the Rover sports bag that I bought years and years ago. I've still got that. I found it the other day when I was digging out some stuff. So that's gonna be worth thousand pounds, probably. Um so there we are, Melchester Overstrip by Gola advertisement. That's it from this one. Um, I've got nothing else to say. No, I've had a lovely time, but everything nice, has to it? come to an end eventually, doesn't it? Yeah. We've had a nice time, but now, farewell. You're so kind for taking the time to listen to us. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 